You're listening to the Haley on the Daily podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Valeria. Every, what am I saying after that? Every week is a new freak. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Haley on the Daily podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Valeria. This is a podcast where every week we talk about new trends and the laughs they never end. Oh, you know what? I'm like weirdly good at. Okay, let me just do one thing and then we'll like really. I'm. It's recording, so we can just keep this in there. And, oh my god, ASMR. Okay, it's the coffee for me. Um, listen to this. I can't think of how to do it. No, I. What's that fucking? Oh sound? yeah, it's like. I can I do it. Do it for you. Is it Kermit? Yeah, look. Listen to this. Whale sound. Is that good? Yeah. Don't be doing that in the ocean, you know what I mean? Oh, what if we had, like, what's your seat? Like, hidden talent. We- <laughs> talent show. Yeah. Okay, sound talent show. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's done. I'm just going to put that, like, somewhere else. That, that sound is, okay. Okay, let's start. Hey, everyone. It's Haley on the dailies. Yeah, with an S. Snake. I'm Valeria. And I'm Snake Girl. (laughs) And I'm Lizard Girl. I'm Slytherin. Hey, did you like those photos I I sent you that I said Lizard Girl? Oh, yeah, I love those. Maybe y'all could see them. You're literally part of the reptilian gang. You literally are a reptilian alien species. Repping the reptilian. Do you know what I'm saying? So we've already messed up again. We're going to have to delete this again. <laughs> no, mommy. No, mommy. Okay, okay, I'll be a good girl. Okay, we're starting right now. <clears throat> hey. Hey, guys. Three, two, one. Hey, guys. It's me, Haley. And I'm Valeria. No, I hate this. I'm Can you kidding. scoot up? Yeah. Scoot up and boot up. Scoot up with a boot up. I think you're too close. Right. Your- Man, we're excited to be back. It's so good to be here. It's so good to be back. 2023. Please be good to you and me. (laughs) Amen. And so shall it be. Um, I'm just so excited to be back. You know, first and foremost, I want to go ahead and introduce a very special new staff member on the Haley on the Dailies studio staff. I said staff member twice, but anyway, without further ado. Bunny, (laughs) say hello. Say hello, bunny. Say hello, bunny. Say hello. Say it. <laughs> so here we have uh, Capri, bunny, ivy, bun girl, buns, bunny Godfrey. Bunyan, bunyan onion. Now we call her bungee. So it's like really like turned into this crazy... It's a evolving. Yeah, ever evolving. Just like us. And Just that's like a metaphor us. to life. Hashtag deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so Bunny is here. Been here. Been here since uh, September 29th, um, 2022. And we're going to get into all of that Yeah, pretty soon. But first, yeah, we want to kind of pick it up where we left off. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Let's get into the song of the week because I know you got a favorite song of the week. What if we like didn't play it? We had to sing it and then we had to like guess what the song is. What if we did like (laughs) song of the week that we hated the most? Because I have one. You hate the most? Yeah. Okay. I want to. Let's do both. Okay. Go. So I'm going to sing the song and then you're going to sing your song of the week. No, I don't want to sing my song. Okay, fine. Okay. Play your song of the week. Tell okay. us the name. Tell us the artist. Okay, can we do the PSA about a SZA? Oh, yeah. Go okay. ahead. Tell them. Um, one second, Bunny. Um, okay, so the uh, the this is a, just a quick announcement that we are not picking SZA. Listen up. Yeah. We're not picking SZA songs this week, even though SZA is the song of the week for every single day, mother- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, we're not picking SZA songs because next week we're going to like dissect the album. And, um, so if that's, so if you're wondering why I'm not picking Snooze, then that's why. So we're picking a different song and so is she. We're not talking about SZA until we talk about the entire episode of SZA. Yeah, the album. Yeah, the, the album. Okay, my song is from Miss Miley Cyrus. Um. Is it off her new album? Yes. It's her, it's her new, and I want to talk about this as well. Um, I Can Buy Myself Flowers. I'm sure you've heard of it. You're the second person that's told me they love this song. Yeah, I love it. Um, Dan does not like it, but I don't care. I'm like, let me go right here. Here we go. I mean, that's a groovy little tune, I'd say. Okay, so uh, do you want me to talk about it or do you want to play yours and then we'll talk about both? I think you should talk about why you love that song. Okay, so that is, if you didn't notice, it kind of sounds like um, Bruno Mars' song. Um, Okay, let me see. Um, I think it's, is this like a fact or your opinion? No, it's a, uh, um, it is a fact. This song is a, basically a comeback to Liam Hemsworth, who she famously uh, was married to and dated for a million years. Um, he like dedicated this song to her. Um, flowers, you know, like, uh, the Bruno Mars song, um, uh, I just want to make sure that I'm, like, saying everything right, uh, okay, so I was, like, right, it was, like, when I was your man, so, like, he talks, he's, like, uh, and then she goes, I can buy my own flowers, right, she's, like, I can hold my own hand, because I could spend time with myself, basically. And it's basically line by line. She, like, basically says, I've got, my, I've got myself covered. Like, because he, he famously dedicated that song to her, right? And so I just like that, like, taking it back and then kind of just speeding it up and making it a little groovy. I think that's, like, really cool. 
That's actually genius and the perfect amount of sass. Yeah, and I want to show you one more part of this that I'm, I'm just really enjoying too. Look. I could have bought you flowers. Yeah. And held your hand. Right? Right, okay, so that's cool. And then the music video, listen to that. The music video, she recorded. Oh, I heard about this. At the at the same place that he was cheating on her. Like, With 14 the, different women. Yes, exactly. So it's just like, I love that so much. And then like in the video, she's like working out, which is just like symbolizes like strength and la 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 la. Right. So I just thought that was like, that's a fun one. So. I'm really proud of Miley. I feel like she's gone through the ups and the downs and she's back up. Yeah. I love her voice. I love her persona. Yeah. No, what I think what I think is cool about Miley um is that she sticks to pop music, which is such a funny like she her bread and butter is like pop music, like I'm game I guess wrecking ball and then like right, uh, right. blah 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 blah. And what's funny is that she's got a voice of like she just has a transcendent voice in my opinion. Like I feel like her as a vocalist, like she could have completely gone the other direction, like been on the same like stomping grounds as like Adele or Lady Gaga I feel or like whatever, she whatever. Is on the same she she is, grounds. but what I'm saying is like she sticks to pop music, which is like very right. funny. Like if 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 she wanted all of her singles to be ballads, like she could totally do that. But like she just does like the fun, funky, whatever she wants to. What's do. crazy is she could probably take over any genre of music any, that she wants. I love her in country. I love her in uh pop. I love her in whatever. She it could is. probably do like indie punk, rock. She did do. Rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she did do that. So it's like, yeah, she's like, she, I really, really, really love her. And um, I think she's cool. And I know she's a Scorpio, which I love all the Scorpios out there. Um, Sag and Scorps yeah, weirdly link up. They do. They weirdly do. They weirdly do. Yeah. We have like a bad romance. Bad romance. You know, uh, I really don't like Lady Gaga. But yeah, I know you told me that and that's not something I'd be proud of. Well, I'm proud of it, and I really don't love Taylor Swift either. So there. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I'm love not a Swiftie. Taylor Swift, but like, as an artist, as a human, yeah, sure. Yeah, like I don't. I don't know. I feel like if you're creating art, then create art. You know, like I can't hate on your. Art. I think she is in, an insanely amazing writer. She's just not my flavor. She's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Also, Demi Lovato. No. Same. This is zero for me. I'm sorry. And for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. Anyways, um, can you please uh, and show us your song of the week? I really can't decide. Should I go, like, sad or should I go, like, kind of teenager? <sighs> I think sad since it's gloomy outside. Fine. And we're going to add these songs to the Halo and the Daily playlist on Spotify so you can You better hop. I mean. You I better hog. <laughs> I do not know what happened. Well, I, I meant follow and then it turned into hollow and I don't know why the H I do came not know in. what happened there, yeah. All right, anyways. I think the coffee's kicking in and I get all crazy. I'm starting to get like that as well. <laughs> okay, so here's the song. It's called Spread Thin by Mariah the Scientist. Here's some things I love about the song. One, her voice. Well, can we just listen to it first and then, okay, fine, and then fine, you fine. dissect it? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ooh. You had me a hello, baby. I'm probably gonna fast forward it to like yeah. a certain part. 
love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna fast forward okay. it. Here's the good part. Wait, that's not it. Oh, yes. Here it is. get into the meat of that song but no i can tell i can definitely tell that there's some levels there's some levels to it and i didn't care about it at first it kind of grew on me over time yeah i really like it there's some really lyrically interesting parts in it that Mm. i really like and um yeah, the vibe, the voice, the lyrics. Yeah, it's a dreamy vibe, but like the song is about like what is the song about? The song is basically about her telling someone that like the relationship could have lasted if they had been honest. Ooh. And also there's this part where she kind of goes like I don't know how I didn't see the signs basically by saying like I don't know how I let the rain fall without hearing the thunder. Something like that. But, mm-hmm. like, really creative ways of saying, yeah. you know. Um, something about, like... And if Hollywood is home, now it's just a house that is haunted. And she, like, really oh. picks up, I don't know. Yeah. Poetic. No, I think lyrical. what's funny, too, is that, like, you always... Like, one thing that's, like, funny yin and yang about us is, like, you always listen to the lyrics. And I'm always listening to the music, which is, like, really funny to me. Because, like, I know no lyrics and no song. It's okay. She's sad. I know no lyrics to no songs. That's not true. But I mean, like, I mean, I'll like, I'll know like the hook or the chorus, but I don't like pay attention to the lyrics. Like sometimes, if I really get into a song, I'll start like picking up the like uh, the meanings. But um, I feel like you really do like really listen to like meanings of music. I just think it's kind of fascinating that some people can really sit down, yeah, and create that, and just like talk about stuff in life from their own fucking heart and mind you know what i mean and i'm really not trying to um i'm really not trying to bring scissor into this so that's next week but yeah yeah top to bottom top to bottom bottom to top yeah so um okay cool so we did that yeah that was fun that was fun it's like good to be back so good to be back do you want to um do you have a like song that you hate that you like loathe that if someone puts it on you're just like please this is giving me ptsd oh uh, yeah any taylor swift song no i'm just kidding okay she means I, it she um, actually means i it. i can't think of songs i hate because i don't really like to think about things that i hate last night a playlist was played oh i know i like what but i it? just know big genres anything like alt rock it's just like it's a no that's it's a zero me. Yeah, no, anything. Um, someone played Soldier Boy on blast and 
I was not comfortable with it. Um. Yeah, like anything. Twenty tens, bad. Foo that Fighters. Was a bad time. No. <laughs> oh my god! The other day, Matchbox heard- Twenty. <laughs> Matchbox. <laughs> it's Smashbox. I literally it- heard someone the other day go like, "Nickelback has a really bad rap." Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. Wow. Can we talk about how the band, um, well, forgot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Delete. Delete Um, this whole segment. Yeah. Um, we'll work on that. We'll put a pin in that. The Last of Us has a chokehold on the t-shirt world. Does it? Yeah. Like the show? Wait. I thought it was a band. I thought The Last of Us is a new TV show on Paramount Plus. <laughs> I don't know what Subscribe it's Subscribe for $10 a month. The Last of Us is not a band? Whoopsie. You're right. I'm it's wrong. A, it's that subliminal, like, uh, advertising that's got you. It is. It used to be a, uh, it used to be a video game, I think, and then they turned it into a show. Because Dan's sister bought it for Dan, like, a few years ago, the video game. Um... But, yeah, so... Well, I keep seeing one specific band. What does it say? Anything? (laughs) (laughs) Mayday Parade. Dude, those were actually... Yeah, I know. Hello, goodbye. How about this? Check yes, Julia. I like where where you are. I like that one. When we drive in In your car. car. (laughs) How about... Okay. 10,000 fireflies. (laughs) Fuck on the heart of (laughs) mine. Um, okay, we need to, like, reel this back in, because the song of the week always takes us to hey another there, planet. Hey, <laughs> Wait. Look at this photograph. Every time it really makes me... My eyes get so red. What the hell is on Joey's head? <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> now I have the giggles. <laughs> Um, oh my god. How about this? <laughs> um, Stop. Let it go. Yeah. Once I start laughing, she goes, how I'm about this? I'll give you my dirty little secret. <laughs> Don't tell anyone or you'll be. <laughs> this is another ring. You just said, I'll give you my dirty little yeah. secret. Okay, well, that closes the music section of this show up. Yeah, like, if you're still <laughs> listening, you actually, like, might need to get checked out at the doctor. <laughs> um, listen. I'm done. Okay, wait, I want to talk about the rats in my attic. Wait, no, I won't. That's gross. Let's, 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 that's really gross. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, I feel like you've tackled the problem. It's a thing of the past, right? Yeah, it's in the past now. The past is the past. Can I just say the grossest part? Don't say they're rotting flesh and decay. Did you? Did I tell you that part? <laughs> no. Okay, so literally just the other day, me and Bunny were... <coughs> Excuse me. Me and Bunny were like sunbathing in the uh, backyard and Beautiful. I was having like the best time ever. Beautiful. Um, and uh, we were just sunbathing, having the best time ever. And then all of a sudden, I look to my left and I just see a dead rat mouth facing towards the sky <sighs> 
And I literally got like the real heebie-jeebies where it's like you start kind of shaking. You think it's a bad you start omen. You start getting like actually like, like I started like panicking because then I'm thinking like I'm laying on the same grass that that rat mouth is on. Like what if I'm laying on hundreds of rats? Why was it rats? just a mouth? Like, like I'll tell you why. <clears throat> I had earlier in my yard, like looking out the window, I had seen like a stray cat like in the backyard. So I'm sure she was like having her having, dinner. Yeah, her having lunch? her dinner, her lunch. <laughs> um, and then I, uh, I quickly like jump up, grab Capri, run it, uh, run inside, and then I look through my window and I see like a couple other dead rats like under my patio furniture, and I was just like, holy shit. Thank God I was not laying on dead rats, but, like, it was really disgusting. Um, I didn't know we were telling scary stories. Yeah, no, honestly, that's a scary story segment. And then Dan had to come home and pick them up. <laughs> and then he was screaming. At Remember a, when you had that, like, dick mushroom problem that yes, smelled and yes. he was pissed off? Yeah, he was literally pissed off. It was the same exact situation. Stink horns. I, the stink horns. And, like... Um, the same exact situation was happening, like, where, cause he gets Dead anxious about mouse. doing it. Yeah. And so he'll get pissed off and then he just starts screaming like, don't record me. Like, you know, like he's like, I already had to do the sting horns, you know? So like I recorded like him screaming at me and then I recorded some, him walking around with like, I'd like to see that behind the scenes. Yeah. So I, maybe I'll post it on the store on the, um, Halo on the Daily Poor Podcast. guy. Poor guy. I said, why don't we call somebody to do that? And he's like, we can't hey, can call. can you tell him the popcorn in the backyard story? What? The oh, yeah, yeah. So I put popcorn in the backyard for, like, the old Christmas popcorn in the backyard for the squirrels. And, um. She is eco-friendly. Yeah. And then she Dan cares. literally starts gazing. He likes to. Like, hey, this is why I know Dan has autism. He likes to just Don't look, say that. Delete. Delete. Okay. This is why. I, beep. Um, and he literally likes to, like, gaze out of our living room windows and stare at the fence and just talk about the fence and like the where the how the fence is leaning is like one of his favorite things so anyway he he's does his like daily gazing and then he all of a sudden sees that i had like thrown the popcorn out and he goes Haley, what is this <laughs> this is trashy and i was like look at your outfit like you're wearing a wow. tie-dye like your outfit's trashy and he was like he was upset about that um, you was just trying to feed some squirrels. Yeah, and also the squirrels had a heyday. They had, like, the best time. Um, but, yeah, I'm done with that. That's a good peace offering. They love it. Maybe they can protect you from the rats. Honestly, I was like, please. But then, it, okay, but then I was like, okay, cool, I'm feeding. This is really what I thought. Okay, cool, I'm feeding these rats. Or I'm, I'm killing these rats in the attic. And then I'm feeding these rats with hair. Yeah. It's like I felt bad about We're that. We're all just little rats. Yeah, aren't we just all little rats? Like, so the more aesthetically pleasing rats get to eat Christmas popcorn, but the ugly ones get, get nuked. <laughs> you just told the story of humanity. Yeah. Hashtag deep. Um, hashtag, I just didn't want them biting our pipes. Like, if they wanted to just... Biting like, your pipes. Yeah, like in the attic. Yeah. Also, Dan can't deal with sounds, so, like, they would be, like, scurrying, and he would just be, like, so upset, but... We nipped that in the bud. All right. Okay. No more rat talk. <laughs> rat talk, TikTok talk. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you so much for the that beautiful that. story. Yeah, yeah, like, at this point, it's like, what is the point of this podcast? So we're going to move on now. <laughs> Let's talk about motherhood. Yay! Yeah, a lot of big things. Yeah, all have... of those rats had mothers. Rip. Okay. R.I.P. <laughs> um, would you ever like Capri have a rat tail? Absolutely not. It's a form of self-expression. 
Yeah, it's a form of get it off now. Now. Um, so moving on here. I thought you were going to say pet rat, but honestly, a rat tail doesn't bother me. Rats are actually smart creatures. That's fine. And you committed a hate crime. Yeah, and also, too, please do not come for me. Like, they were assaulting my home. <laughs> they were. I feel bad about it. It does not make me happy. No. Like, kill. I feel no. like killing anything makes me a little bit sad. Even I don't if even it's like, like a, a bug. I know. I don't like it. I know. I don't like it. To. It's sad. It's not their fault. Continue. Last night, I was spiraling slowly as I was trying to sleep, thinking, like, we really try so hard to escape nature, and there's no possible way to do it. Isn't that weird to you? Like, spiders, bugs. We can build our little house. Okay. So, today on, on Haley on the Daily's podcast, we have Snake Girl and Lizard Girl. We've talked about snakes, <laughs> rats, <laughs> lizards. We're a little rusty, okay? Yeah, please. Okay, listen. Please try this next This is a week. mess up. This is a, we're going to delete this. I'm just kidding. This is an accident. Yeah. Um, we didn't mean to do this. Listen, we got so excited. It's been a year, so like we got so excited to like do the podcast that it's like really it's it's like usual, but like worse. It's like we're getting derailed so hard. But we anyway. didn't realize we were gonna talk about Haley's war on rats. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't part of the plans, everyone. It wasn't even slightly on the list. Think like, about we, it. We usually have a loose list and then all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like I need to talk about that, which is highly embarrassing, inhumane. <laughs> And not good. So Hey, it's important to be vulnerable and people vulnerability have, is strength. And a lot of people do have rats in their attics. So I'm pretty it's sure not just like me. most people have rats. It wasn't my fault. You little rat. You little rat. You little <laughs> Wait, I love that girl. What girl? On TikTok who she's like, You little rodent. <laughs> I love it. Um anyways, okay, so let's talk about motherhood. Let's talk about twenty twenty two. That's what like we what we came to do. What what do you want to say? Um, <clears throat> let's take a breath. Okay. <sighs> wow, I feel better already. Rats. Okay, this is how we segue out of the rats. We just start talking about what we came here to talk about, which is 2022, I had a baby. In 2022, what happened to you? 2022, fun in the- Are we recording? Yes. Is this thing on? Yes. Okay. Um, a lot happened in 2022. Mm-hmm. You had bun girl bunnies. Mm-hmm. And do you want to talk about your journey with that? I feel like your pregnancy, you were just like pretty much you, but just a little tired. Yeah. You did all the things. Yeah, I didn't. It did not slow me down at all. Really, it didn't. I mean, the first trimester, I was definitely like a little, um, sleepy girl um but for the most part I had like a 10 out of 10 pregnancy and um I ended up having c-section and that as well was 10 out of 10 yeah yeah my pregnancy was great um we had like a lot of like little scary like moments but overall like it was fabulous do you have any tips and tricks for someone who hasn't been pregnant yet but wants to be yeah eventually I uh, I would say I would say, like, don't fall victim to, like, the scary, like, the people that whisper in your ear that, like, oh, just wait till you can't sleep anymore. Just wait till you get to this part. Or, oh, my gosh, this is going to be horrible. Or, oh, my God, this is, like, really, like, let go of it. And just, like, what always gets me through 
like a big journey that like kind of feels scary is just like think of like every person to ever exist came to this earth through a woman yeah giving birth so right. if all those people your body was do, made to do yeah this. like i already am fully equipped and have the support emotionally physically emotionally and um i have the mindset to get through this like i have everything to get through this so like it didn't it made it like not scary to me you have such a solid mindset i feel like that's kind of a rarity these days i'm yeah. not gonna lie yeah it does it def- definitely does feel rare because like I, you're I'm, like literally a sergeant mindset type of gal yeah but i don't but i don't i think maybe i've done it for so long that i don't even think about it like that yeah but i notice it because a lot of people have a really hard time like not to be like to my own horn because i definitely have like you know racing thoughts and anxiety about certain things but like i have very little anxiety because like i just bulldoze like in a weird way through it and like or not I was literally like, about to say that sometimes part of the anxiety is anticipation and anticipating something can cause severe anxiety and like you kind of just go and like do it. I just I'm similar it. in a way. Yeah. yeah. Also too like I like anytime that I don't I don't yeah, the, it's the anticipation that causes a lot of anxiety. I don't allow myself to sit there and, like, sit in those emotions. Yeah, I don't. Right, yeah. I'm just like, cool, it's going to be weird. It's going to be scary. I'll be good. Let me feel it and just, yeah. like, do it anyway. Yeah, because right? real, real, real emotions, like, they last, like, what, 60 seconds? Like, you'll have, yeah. like, a moment of time that feels uncomfortable, but for the most part, like, everything's going to be good. And, like, I, I just have so, such a solid relationship with myself that, like, pregnancy just felt totally fine. Yeah. And I felt very happy. You know, um, you were a happy pregnant person too. Oh yeah. What's, what's weird too is like, I didn't have like, uh, emotional. Yeah. Distress. Yeah. 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 But also too, I really did focus my mindset on like no stress pregnancy because I fully believe that like the stress that you have, like, uh, communicates with your baby. So like when I could feel myself stressing out, I would slow it down. And when yeah. I would feel myself, like, getting emotional, I'd slow it down. Because I would be like, no, like, this is, it's not worth getting worked up when it is affecting a little bun, a little bun in the oven. So, um, I, like, truly, like, focused, that's why we didn't do the podcast. Like, for real, like, I was very exhausted. Mm-hmm. I wanted to focus on myself. And I wanted to take the time to, like, slow my life down. Because my regular life is, like, constant. Constantly moving, constantly going, constantly working. And so, like, I really, like think that that was beneficial i was super proud of you because you're super generous across all like platforms basically you give a lot of your time a lot of your energy and just a lot of your like presence in general i know that it's natural but still like as an extrovert talking to an extrovert it can get exhausting at times and there were moments where you're like i remember you calling me and being like i feel like i need to be more present i feel like i want to do this i feel like i want to do that and I think it was a relief to finally hear you be like, I'm just gonna chill. Yeah. I'm just gonna, like, focus on me. And, like, I think it was uncomfortable for you for a little bit. Like, not in an intense, real way, but in a way of, like, oh, my God, this is such a stark difference from my regular routine. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, like, I think that actually, like, focusing on doing that, like, actually made me a stronger person because, like, it just held, it allowed me to, like, have a reason to hold boundaries. And so, like, now, yeah. like, I feel like I can, like, say, I can recognize it, like, hey, like, I need to slow it down because, like, instead of, like, 
rushing through the moments, enjoy the moments, stop and smell the roses. Cause I just am somebody who just like bulldozes for real, like through things. So am I. Um, and so like, even with baby, like I literally force myself, like I have to, or I just, it's not, I force myself. I consciously decide to set everything down. Right. And lay there and hold her hand. Yeah. Kiss her cheeks. And goo goo gaga with her for a long time because these moments are going to go. She's going to grow so fast that I'm like, there, it's it's not worth having a spotless floor. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Or a clean kitchen or whatever, yeah. you know? And there's always a time and place for everything, you know? So I, I think know. some people like rely on the structure of their lives and their routine so heavily that at times it can. Um, distract you from like the really important things in your yeah life. I don't want to be distracted from her I don't right. want to be distracted with my phone or my house or whatever but what I will say too I, I want to just say this because like there's a lot of like scare culture with pregnancy and birth and this and that and like I swear y'all like pregnancy was easy there were moments for right? you yeah for me for me birth I, I had a emergency, I didn't have, it wasn't a real emergency C-section, but basically what happened was she was flipped down into position two days before my induction at 27 weeks, which was actually, uh, sorry, 37 weeks, which was actually 35 weeks, but that's a whole nother saga. Um, but they had checked her right before I was going to be induced to have a vaginal delivery and um, she had flipped back around. So my little gymnast. Um, so then um, the doctors swear to God, like I'm already in the hospital. I'm already checked in, looks at her uh, watch and then like looks up at the clock and she goes, okay, well, we'll just have your C-section at one, which it was like, it was like 10 or 11 AM. And I was like, oh my gosh, like now I'm literally having to be like super, like I'm so, I'm going to have to pivot right here. Um, and I just remember like looking at Dan and having like one tear drop down my face and like, I see one tear drop down his face and like we hug and I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. So like, um, we get, I get completely ready for C-section and like, it was a breeze. Like it was literally a breeze, but it's because I, I swear it's cause I gave it away. Like I gave the feeling of like anxiety, anticipation, everything. I released it. And I yeah. said, this is like, this is people get. People give birth like this all the time. I'm fine. We're good. And so I had a really good, good, good experience. Trusting the process. And I feel like that's a great example of what it means to, like, despite what's going on around you, it's not what's happening to you. It's how you react to it. And that is, like, literally my key. That is my key. Like, like I – okay, let me just say – I had a lot of things go wrong, per se, with my pregnancy, my birth, and the uh, my baby. And through it all, people kept asking me, like, Haley, like, how are you dealing with this? Like, why are you not freaking out, scared, this, that, whatever, whatever, whatever? Like, why are you not falling apart? And I was, it was truly because I, the way that I live my life is... Exactly what you said. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to the situation. And um, going into like having to have a C-section, it's how I react. I'm like, let's go. Right. And once she was born, she was rushed to the NICU. It's like, okay, what? It, she's in the best hands. How? I can't do anything about this. How am I going to react to it? You know, jump on FaceTime. I get myself. I I pull all every strength in my body to recover from being sliced open three hours prior to like beg them to let me go to the NICU to see her because that's what my focus was on is like to see her not focus on like what was me in a weird way. 
Um, and then once they told us that she had two holes in her heart and she was in real heart failure, um, once again, it's how you react to that situation. So what am I doing? I'm Googling Texas children. I'm finding the surgeon. I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what can I do instead of why, why is this happening to me? It's right. like, you know, and Dan and I were very scared and we were very overwhelmed, but like, cause your baby's in the NICU and you're not there. Like you have to leave your baby and you have to like figure out like, how am I going to manif- like manage this? But like what we did is we immediately said, cool, we're going to create a meal plan so that we have, we're going to create a, a, a schedule. We're going to be there as much as possible. How can we do that? And then we swear to God, grabbed his laptop, made a living room in her NICU room. And that became our home yeah. because it was like, we're not, I'm not going to not experience this the way I want to experience this. And so we laughed, we cried, we watched our shows together, we ate dinner with her together. She, Mom and dad were there with her having a good time because, once again, that stress translates. And as someone who was just simply perceiving you, yeah. I can tell you 100% of the time you were not complaining about one thing. No. Like, ever. No. You don't really complain about things at all. I mean, I like, love to throw myself a pity party here and there. I just I really don't do. feel like you do, though. Like... Maybe in private, but, like, in this situation, which I believe is one of the hardest situations someone can, like, face, I mean, emotionally, right? Like, this is your, it's already kind of a stressful situation, and I just feel like you and Dan, knowing what I know about you now, it makes perfect sense. Like, for a while, I did, was wondering, like, is is this bitch gonna crack? Like, she takes so much pressure, and I think that's kind of, like, your secret sauce in a way is like you are able to process things in like game time yeah you know yeah I'm a very resilient person and I can pivot on a dime and like also I fully trust in myself and in my life that like everything's gonna be okay and if you really do believe that like you really are like bulletproof like yeah because you can release it and let like be curious about life it doesn't linger Right. No feeling lingers. And, and, and like, I, I don't know. I just feel like... Also, like, when you're staring at a baby who's four and a half pounds and is getting all the medical treatment possible, it's not about you. And, right. like, I think, like, mom and dad instincts, like, instantly kicked in where it's like, I don't care that I have... Like, I've been sliced. You know what I mean? I don't care that I've had a major surgery. I do not care. It doesn't bother me. I, I don't care about me. I care about, like... As it should. This be. little human. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Dan was like that as well. Like, Dan was very much worried about me. But, like... I don't know. I kept having people say, like, hey, I'm here for you. Like, for real. Like, you can, like, talk to me. Like, I'm okay. Like, here, here. I'm here for you. I, I This has to be the hardest thing you've ever been through. Like, la And, like, I was so thankful for the support and response. But I did not feel those emotions. Yeah. I did not feel... You were laser focused. Yeah. It's like I have something else to worry about. And like... No, I have something else to focus on. Not worry about. But like everybody kept saying like, oh my God, like this is the hardest... You know, And I was like, it's not the hardest thing because I fully believe she's going to be okay. I fully believe that uh, we're doing our best to take care of her. And like nothing can stop us in a weird way and we had two moments while we were in the NICU um where like the doctors came in and told us to sit down and when it's like it it felt like a tv show where it's like sit down why and it's sit down because you're about to get some bad information and I just remember feeling numb but also like 
it's going to be okay. So whatever. But like our, the first time our doctor, uh, was like, Hey, please sit down. So we did. And Dan and I are holding hands and both of us are kind of like shaking. Cause we know, cause you just feel that you, it's just yeah, so funny how like in the air. you can just feel it. Right. And he's like, your baby has two holes in her heart and, um, they're moderate sizes and this is not normal. And she, it, this is not a good thing, but we're going to do our best. And so that was the first like punch to our gut where we were like, Oh cool. Like this is like tough. Right. So then my next question was like, how common is this? What are we going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And I was yeah. like tough. And then a few days later, the neonatologist uh, came in and he was like, hey, can you please sit down? And we were like, sure. This time it feels worse because you're like, what are they going to say now? Because if they, if we if we get to stand up while we get this information, it's good news, right? Um, and then he said, uh, your baby has heart failure. So when we like heard that, like it's all, it's like that, it's like that feeling in a movie where it's like, like you can't hear or see anything, you know, like around you. Um, You're like barely processing the emotions in a row. I've heard like, what you, you said, sir, but I'm just, I'm, I'm a The blank. lights aren't on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's home, but the lights aren't on. Yeah. So at this point, I could feel Dan like fully like about to break down. Like I could feel him doing that. So like I literally had to like suck up all of my strength to like just be calm and normal Um, and so I was like, well, what does that mean? Because when you hear heart failure, you're like, okay, cool. So I literally said straight up, I was like, is she going to die? And then the guy goes, um, I mean, she could die, but like all babies can die. And I was like, that's not what I was asking, bitch. But anyways, hate that guy. Hate that guy. Anyways, um, he was like, usually they just need open heart surgery. This will probably be in, uh, four to six months. She'll probably have to stay in here for the because she hasn't been eating, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so they left, and I think that was the hardest moment for the whole 21 days was just seeing Dan's look in his eye. Like, he couldn't take it anymore. For one second, he, like, couldn't see the, like, hope. Yeah. So he, like, that was, like, a really, really, really hard time for me because I felt like he was in the depths of it, you know? Right. But I was totally fine once again because I was like you were both transferring energy yeah, back and like, forth. Yeah, like I was just like this isn't her story. We didn't just have a baby for it to die. I'm sorry. Right, if she's right, not right. going to die, she's going to be okay. We're in Houston. This is a perfect thing that could ha- that could have happened. We have the best doctors right. like I don't work a day to job, so tell me she's here for six more months and I'll be right by her side. Exactly. Like, I was like, no, right? So that happened, and then uh, she started eating. She started gaining weight. She started breathing on her own. She started doing all the things really, really quick. And so um, within, like, a week and a half, two weeks after that, she, like, got to come home with us. And, like, that was, like, amazing. And ever since, she's been, like, the best sleeper, the best eater, the cutest. Like, she's growing at, like, an amazing rate. And, like, we, right before Thanksgiving, we went to her uh, cardiologist. And uh, he had been, like, checking up on her, like, every uh, few weeks. And he was like, yeah, so, uh," I was like, so what does it look like? And he was like, "Uh, yeah, so this really usually doesn't happen, but her holes are closing. And Dan's like, well, what does this mean? And he was like, oh, it looks like she won't need surgery. Duh. And I'm like, bro, yeah. how are you going to say it nonchalantly? And why did I have to ask you that? But, like, also, that's just the kind of guy he is, you know? 
So he's like, continue on our medicines. I'll see you in March. Like, it looks good. Great. And I was like, see? See, Dan? And he was just like, I know you said this, but... And I'm just like, I don't know. And sometimes people's stories, doesn't they don't go that way. And yeah. I, I can fully be, like, understanding of that as well. But um, I'm just so happy that... I'm grateful that everything worked out for you guys and everything felt like it clicked in exactly yeah. how you prayed for it, thought about it, yeah. dreamt it to be. Yeah. And best case scenario ever yeah i think that like there's like that cheesy quote that says like you can't feel the highest of high feelings if you don't go to the depths of like the lowest of the lows and i felt like i've had i had the highest happiness and the highest happiest moments in the last three and a half months of her being alive because i had the lowest of the lows of like I'm not with my baby. My baby has a hole in her heart. She has heart failure. My baby has, you know, so it's like, it made me like love her that much harder and stronger and like be so much more connected and have the happiest emotions like with Dan and with her. So it's like, it was worth it. Yeah. You know, all of those. You're able to be that much more grateful than you already would have been. Exactly. Exactly. And I like, we keep joking and being funny about it, but like. I mean, she's about to be able to get away with murder because she had a rough start. So it's like, what do you want, baby? It's Mommy yours. and daddy's warrior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like really funny. Same with like Dan's parents and my parents are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all didn't want us to spoil her. There's no chance, you know? It's funny because um, I was listening to basically a TikTok talking about the different generations and how as the boomers get into their 70s and 80s yeah the millennials and like our generation is going to be taking over the economy and all of that yeah, and, like, i was watching that too how basically generation z is still going to be like trapped in this like the economy as we know it yeah. and like the houses that we buy now are being basically like lended to us with the thought that, that they will be able yes. to afford these same homes, which yes. is likely not going yes. to happen. And the rebuilding of our economic yeah, understanding and like concept, basically like the, there's going to be a new economy. Yeah, there, there's going to have to be also too, like, um, and a lot the of alpha the- generation, which is Capri are considered to be, like, the builders yeah. of that new world, so I literally speak. have goosebumps thinking about that. And I always had that feeling about her. Yeah. Like, when we... First of all, when you told me you were pregnant, I was like, what generation is that? Yeah, you know? immediately. Like, I was so curious about that because I feel like... You know how they say that you embody the name that you're given? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about the generations, yeah. in a way. Like, Generation Z is going to be, like, the ending of something. Yeah. And they have this, That's like, cool. unhinged kind of, like, yeah. anarchist Pro- chaos. Pi- like pioneers. like Breaking yeah. the molds of everything yeah. we've been comfortable with. And, yeah. like, Generation Alpha is, like, gonna just dust off their shoulders. Yeah. And rebuild everything, as the letter A does, right? Yeah. Like, the beginning of something. Yeah. And I'm so fascinated, intrigued, overjoyed that... I get such an intimate, like, look into y'all's lives. Yeah. With this new, beautiful being. I'm just so excited to be her parent because I feel like waiting till I was 29 and, like, really, like, I was so conscious of 
what I wanted for her and or, or what I wanted for any child that that I had. What I wanted for them was like stability and like love and uh, um I wanted to facilitate like a child's life where I could be of service to them and like help them learn and grow into the person that they're supposed to be, not throwing my ideologies onto something. And I feel like a lot of people in my, in our generation, they're like-minded in that way. Whereas like our parents were like, no, you should be this. No, this is a good idea. No, you should be this, or this is what I think. So this is what you should think. And like, I think more of us are like, no, like there's, these little souls are supposed to be who they're supposed to be. Like all I want to do is like have them, have her be a positive contributing person to society and to herself and that she, that she's on her own journey just as I was on my own journey, you know? I think it's a really good point to be made that, like, our parents were still under the umbrella of, like, the boomers, like, need for, like, hard work and structure. And even yeah. us still were, like, yeah. we want safety and structure, you know? Yeah. And, like, <clears throat> it's such a relieving thought to know that like the world that capri and her buddies are gonna live in is gonna be just like i don't i already feel like this is such a free open like you say the fog free open and gay like they're going to live in a world full of just like i don't even know how to we don't know fathom it also things like we like life is a pendulum like life swings as a pendulum you know so it's like who even knows what direction this is gonna go like you know that's true but Um, i always think that society in general progress goes forward yeah. yeah progress goes forward like whether it's technology like with technology comes more knowledge and understanding of like the human brain emotions yeah like what humans are and why we do the things that we do like a deeper understanding one thought that i have is like with the rise of like ai and robots and whatever like the more we automate our lives like do shit that like needs to be done anyways i feel like it could be positive in the sense where like we can spend more time with our families and creative and like like creative aspects of our lives you know like Instead of having to, you know, write this or, I don't whatever it is, you know, like, if, the more we automate, the more we can actually, like, there's a potential for us to spend more time with our loved ones, which I think we right. should get back to because, like, mom and dad, like, both usually in, like, our generation, they both go to work. Right. Even today, a lot of parents or a lot of households, like, mom and dad go to work. Yes. And even Capri, like, mom and dad have a job, but, like, Dan, I'm, we're, we're working on getting Dan remote and then me working, like, you know, t- just doing my shoots and, like, build your own schedule, which is, like... Great. I think most people in the future, my predictions are that it's going to be mostly remote work. And like you said, I have a similar view of AI and all that stuff. Like, we always try as a society to take away those, like, things that are time-consuming. And I don't want to say monotonous because I feel like there are certain things that are Well, like, instead of somebody, like, having to, like, cut off a fish's head and then, like, slice it this way and this way, like... Like, why don't we just have somebody do that? Or, or put the toothpaste back on the... Or, you know but what I mean? then like, everyone's, like, that's getting rid of so many jobs, right? Like, as technology progresses and AI takes over, that will be a lot less jobs. But I feel like when jobs go away, do you feel like jobs will be created as well? Like, yeah, like, there's ever, like, there's ever, like, 
like humans need purpose so there will always be a purpose like humans always find a way to have purpose it's just like the shift of like the focus will probably change yeah it'll probably go more artsy or creative or whatever and not so like like you said monotonous like factory type work you know right um, i don't know that's honestly i'm not we don't know enough. i do not know shit about shit yeah we're just like kind of going off the rip but um i totally get what you mean i'm on the same i'm on the yeah. same page i'm excited to like see what kind of bullshit i like how i fuck up you know because like that's like one of your fears as a parent is like how am I going to fuck this child up? You know, like, what am, what am I going to do that, like, messes things up? You know, because, like, I've just seen, like, all of my peers that, like, I can clearly see what's happening and, like, but you as a parent can't see what's happening. You know what I right. mean? In the situation. So, I don't know. I'm going to just do my best and then apologize. I think another thing is, like, our parents have no apologetic fiber in their body so they can't recognize and process and we're we'll be able to recognize and process with our children like yeah maybe that wasn't the best idea like let me apologize and like please understand that this is where i was coming from but i totally see how this yeah you know i think a a key to life is to remain as open as you can to like everything growing apologizing processing yeah exactly and that's it like and we're all gonna mess up like that's just yeah. unavoidable yeah also uh i i think i touched on this earlier but um let's just get back to like n- like normal talk i guess which is like my pregnancy was great my birth was great being a parent is great like it's not scary um and yes. it's something <laughs> yeah i mean i'm only three and a half months in so i really don't know like no I'm, but you're gonna this is probably gonna be a theme throughout But I just want to say that it's been easy. And, like, what I mean by easy is, like, enjoyable. And, like, there's beautiful, like, the the moments of, like, pure bliss and joy are, like, so abundant. And, like... I also but, think, not to interrupt you. Yeah. You have an amazing partner. That's what I was gonna say as well. I have somebody who truly, truly cares, wants to, and, like, contributes, like more like 51 percent like he he'll 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 like do as much as i do um and i think that that's not rare because it shouldn't be rare but like i want to say that like that is truly the only reason that i'm having a good experience and so my heart and my thoughts also go to single moms and i just don't understand how you could do it like or some households where like the mother is expected to do all of the I mean, emotional I have, and physical work of I have, being a parent. I have friends who have husbands and their husbands don't do anything. They haven't changed a diaper. They don't they don't do the, the like even playing like playing is a task, you know, like right. or the laundry that goes or like the, you know, the the feedings or whatever it is like without Dan Dan's help, I don't know where I'd be. And so like my heart really does go out to single parents in general because like that's why so many people have mental health problems. Absolutely. And, like, they, you know, they feel overwhelmed constantly because I don't even know how I would do it. Like, I really, like, I fully do not know how I would do it. I was listening to a podcast that mentioned that we as, like, people stopped connecting as much when yeah. TVs came out. Like, yeah. screens and TVs distract us from human-to-human connection, and yeah. I feel like... Sometimes families don't even know how to connect anymore because they're so overstimulated and distracted. Yeah. That's what I imagine because, like, I mean, me and Peyton don't have a child. And even we get distracted by, like, self-entertainment just from our relationship. So I can't 
imagine the amount of energy that it can take for someone to be like, you know what, I'm going to put down my phone, I'm going to turn off my TV, I want to be with my partner and my child, and I'm going to, like, invest the energy that it takes to, like, play, feed, clean. Yeah. And in those moments, I could think that that breeds connection between the two parents. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, we're definitely more unplugged because, like, like our lives usually we're like, get home, talk about our day, uh, think about what we're going to eat for dinner, sit on the couch for four hours and watch Love Island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or And then look at our cell phones the whole time or half the time, you know? So it's like there's not – like we did have a lot of connections. Like we would talk before bed for like an hour and blah, blah, blah. But like with her, it's like our focus has like completely changed where it's like we, we're we not too worried about the shows or the this. We're worried about like creating like a beautiful life for her, you know? And yeah. Like, um, but – I can't imagine, like, having, like, you know, three kids, not a lot of health, and, like, exactly. having to get, like, it's yeah. it's hard, like, Dan goes to work, and, like, it's hard for me to, like, stay on top of things, like, I just set, like, a million alarms, um, just make sure that she's, like, getting fed every three hours, and she's getting her medicine, and we're good, and blah, 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 um, but overall, like, I don't think you should be scared of having a kid, H- having a kid is, like, one of the best parts of life, and I think that, like, I used to be, like, don't have kids unless you fully want to have kids and like focus on your career and and do this and do that. But like, I think that it's actually like a misleading statement where like we should be having, we should be thinking about having kids. Like if we can, um, more because like half of most of my friends don't want kids. And I think it's because like economically and like they can't even imagine like paying or taking care of a kid at this stage in their life. But, like, if you can, it's, like, I think it's, like, the greatest gift that life has to offer. Yeah. And I think that that kind of bums me out because, like, like in a global sense, like, there's, like, population decline because um, the higher the education level of a woman, the less likelihood or less kids that they'll have. And that's just, like... Yeah, they said, like, the happiest person in the world is a single childless mother. Right. Or a person, woman. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, like, huh? But I can fully have a, a fulfilled, happy life with no Capri. Like, I could. And I kept yeah. telling Dan, like, I could. I could have a fulfilled life. You can have a fulfilled life like that. Like, because it's not about that. But what I want to say is, like, on the other side of that, having a baby is, like, the greatest gift that life offers. It's, like, it's the greatest gift. It's, it's, the, it's the coolest, best, most exciting thing. But, I mean, for the right person who has, like, a yes. partner and has economics, like, you know? That's what I was like, you know? thinking, too. I think that babies are beautiful. You know how yeah. much I adore babies, yeah. right? And I am like you where it's 50-50 for me. I could have an amazing, beautiful, fulfilling life without kids. Yeah. But I definitely see myself being yeah. a mother and having a baby. Yeah. Um, but I think that the older I get, the more I feel like it's important to be intentional about having a baby. Yeah. And this is just my point of view. Yeah, exactly. I could, you know, it doesn't have to hit for everyone. Yeah. And, like, I'm not trying – I'm trying to be sensitive about the topic. But I think that, like, I see it as a huge responsibility yeah. and, like, something that shouldn't be taken lightly. And it's not just, like, a thing to parade around with yeah. you. I'm like, oh, we have a baby. Like, look at my baby, yeah. you know. I – when I do choose to have a baby, whenever that is, um, yeah. I just I, – I don't know. I, I feel like – there's many people out there who, I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't hard, know it's hard to form I feel, my thoughts. I feel the same about both. But, like, 
uh, like one thing while, while you're talking, I was thinking is like, if you have a sound mind, you yeah. know, like I, a, a nor- if you have ha- regular happiness in your life, if you have a home, if you have a money, money and a partner that you like yeah. or love, mm-hmm. please think about having a child because it's like, it just adds, it doesn't subtract, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but also if you have all those things and you don't want it, yeah. There's a beautiful life for you I to think have there's as well. Like, what I, I think it's just what you make it. Right, exactly. What I'm trying to say is like, I think there should be some level of mindfulness with it, but yeah. it doesn't have to be like super curated that's what and I, planned. Well, that's what I wanted to, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it seems like a gigantic responsibility and it is, but it's nothing you can't handle. If you can yeah. pay your cell phone bill on time <laughs> and you can have meaningful relationships with friends and family, you've got what it takes. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, we're saying that... With the assumption that, like, you have, quote-unquote, like, a societal, societally ideal, like, human being, right? Like, with no health defects or, like, no, not even defects. I don't even want to use that word. But you know what I mean? Like, there are some people who are, like, their babies are, like, in the ICU and they're racking up, like, so much debt and it's, like, so hard for them and it's their nightmare and then their partner shit on top of that, like. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to, like. I'm sensitive to parents, though. Like, I don't judge parents. I think that everyone has such an individual journey with yes, kids yeah, that's and I what respect I wanna, I wanna, every single journey I want to ex- I want to say that as well like I've so far three and a half months in literally anything could happen tomorrow my experience so far has been blissful yeah enjoyable connecting and um 10 out of 10 would recommend at the same time everyone's experience exactly. is completely different yeah. and I do not want to promote or or condone something for you that is not right you know what I mean like right, whatever right, your right. journey is is your journey like but I will say I really enjoyed my journey so far yeah you've had a great journey <laughs> so far um yeah. and I think it will be like yeah you know we'll see what mine's like I mean yeah one of these days I'm excited Team mid thirties moms. Yeah. Also, we're living longer, so who cares? That's what I think too. Yeah, we're living longer. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, do we want to talk about Bunny's personality? Let's talk about her metamorphosis of names. So she started off as Honey Bunny because in the hospital, when I'd be like sad and trying to like hold her through all the tubes and like stick my arms through that like incubator thing, I'd be like Honey Bunny, and I would just try to make it like happy feelings. Um. So then I wrote her this song, and I'll sing it to you if you like. I'll see if I'll remember. Honey bunny in the morning. Honey bunny in the evening. Honey bunny when you're snoring. Honey bunny. And so anyway, so like that would be her little song. And then it turned into bunny girl. And then it turned into uh, buns. And then it turned into bunion onion. And then it turned into bungee. And then it tur- and now it's uh, bones eye. Because, bones eye. Yeah. So it's literally happening. Haven't heard that one. Yeah, we call it, Dan calls her Bones Eye, and it's very funny and very embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but Bones Eye, because uh, just the B alliteration, and we watch Kill Tony, and Kill Tony, like the guy who makes like the little gift books, are, is called Bones Eye. So, like, Bunny turned into Bones Eye. <laughs> That's really um, funny. Yeah, so we love the girl. We love the Bunny Girl. Um, and her, y'all are invited to She's her first my buddy. birthday. She's my bestie. Yeah. She likes me. She does. She loves me. Yeah. She's a very, like, sweetie girl. Like, I mean, we literally, she's three and a half months old, y'all, but, like, she's a sweetie girl. She's such a sweetie girl. She's a, she's go with the flow, sweetie girl, um, main character energy. 
Definitely. Um, she's a granola girl. She likes being outside a lot. She is a granola girl. She likes to explore a lot. Um, she hates tummy time. She's a little bit lazy, but that's just a little bit of the Libra in her. Smiley. Smiley girl. Giggle, giggle monster. Just started giggling three days ago, and it's so cute. Um... The verdict is still out because, like, most people say she looks like Dan, but, like, I swear she's, like, a cl- my clone sometimes. But then, like, she's exactly a half like and the- half. She's a half and half, yeah. She's a half calf. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she also, y'all, like, everybody laughs at me, and I know that y'all are rolling your eyes, but, like, she still has blue eyes, and that blows my mind. I think she's a blue girl. We think she's a blue girl. We think she's a blue girl, which is so funny. Like, because I just could never imagine myself having a blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby. Um, especially because Dan and I both have brown hair and green eyes. But his dad has, like, super blue eyes. Her aunt, uh, Vivi, has blue eyes. Yep, she got them from me. Yeah, she. I, always, <laughs> I keep saying that she has uh, Valeria's eyes, you know. But, um, I don't know, she's just a delightful. Which is funny because so. she actually has her blood mm-hmm. auntie's eyes. Mm-hmm. She has Ashley's eyes, uh, like, Auntie Ashley's eyes. Um, it's just really cute. I love seeing genetics because of my situation being, like, adopted when I was four. Like, there are some artifacts, but, like, they're not as much. So, like, we have, a, like, a whole, like, archive of, like, Dan as a baby. And she looks so much like Dan and Ashley. But I see myself. Like, I see my nostrils. I see my I see my genetic makeup. Like I see you, too. A lot. I'm in there, you know? Yeah. Um... Which is fun. I feel like she's going to be a late bloomer. Like, when she starts becoming, like, her own little, like, person, she's going to look like mom. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she's she's great. Her cheeks are getting meaty. Yeah, she's starting to get there. She's, like, uh, she's, like, still in, like, the less than 10th percentile. She's, like, still in newborns, which is so funny. But she's growing. and She's, she's al- definitely growing. And she's also a string bean. Like, even when she was born, she was, like... She's a tall girl. She was as tall as her buddies that were being born. But, like, <laughs> literally, like, half the weight. Yeah. And still now, she's, like, such a string bean, you know? She's, like... Do you want to talk about her big three? What? Her big three. Her... She is a Libra. Oh, yeah. She's... Oh, is she a Capricorn rising? Or is she a... She... Let me look. Uh, Charts. I can't remember what her horoscope said or, like, what her birth chart talked about. But I'm pretty sure it was something like she's going to love attention. She's yeah. going to be a humanitarian. Yes, work with the public or something like that. Which makes so much sense. Yeah, she's like Dan and I She's going to be, like, fighting for the underdog. Yeah, she's Sun and Libra, Moon and Scorpio, Mercury and Virgo. Don't you have a Moon and Scorpio? Yeah. Well, my, my rising is... Oh. Right, is my rising Scorpio... Yeah, look. Where, where am what I? What did you think your moon was? So my sun is Pisces, my moon is Leo, my Scorpio is right. I'm Scor- Scorpio rising. So let me look at her. Her her sun is Libra, her moon is Scorpio. She's a Capricorn rising. Okay. Um. So she's gonna I'm, come off like. She's gonna come off like a Capricorn. Decided. Yeah. And yeah, grounded, like grounded and like and has tough ideas. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I really liked because I was very scared of her being a Libra. Um, so I'm really happy that she has like the really strong Scorpio and the really strong Capricorn aspects to her personality because I'm a Pisces, which is like, you know, uh, seen or perceived sometimes as like not very strong, but I have the Leo and the Scorpio, which like keeps me a very strong version of that. So you think Pisces is not perceived as strong? 
they're just I think Pisces as, like, is perceived as like the wisest of all. They are, but like they're also like it's like a bellowing, like emotional, like crybaby type vibe that like mm. I don't have, you know? Yeah. But I think it gives me that like creative like sauce and wisdom, just as like a Libra would give her that creative sauce and like that romantic That open mindedness yes. that you need. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's I mean that's my perception of it, so I'm not really sure, but um I, I gotta go so I'm back from the PP station. Capri Sun looks like she's waking up. Um, I feel like that was a good podcast so far, like, uh, especially to, like, come back and, like, be back. What do you think? Yeah, I think that it gave people an insight to see, like, what Haley on the Dailies has been up to for the past Oh, year. I want to talk and about your big 22 thing. A oh. me and Peyton got engaged. Woo! 10 years deep, baby. Um... Which is funny because we've already felt married for such a long time. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bunny girl's up. So tell us, walk us through your engagement. Um, We went to camp at this beautiful park and just outside of Austin. Beautiful weather. Perfect vibes all around. Easy trip. Um, basically, we were just like lounging around in the river all day together and um, wait did you have anxiety no I was super excited yeah and like the only moment of anxiety I had was the actual like few moments leading up to like asking yeah yeah, yeah. just because you don't want to like I don't know I didn't want her to know that I was trying to like do something sneaky mm-hmm um, but yeah, it worked out. She was super shocked. She didn't see it coming, which is funny. Yeah, what did she say that was so funny? Like, uh, you little <laughs> shithead or something? Yeah, yeah. She was just like, I think she just like gasped and was like, no. I mean, like, yes. You yeah. know. Hey, stop this. This is her Funny moment. girl. But, um, yeah, I just, I felt like I astral projected, which is funny because you <laughs> said that's what happened to Dan. Yeah. I, like, couldn't utter a word. Yeah. And we were just, like, smiling. It was great. It was, it's, like, such a great memory. Um, and I'm really happy that I got to do it in a place that was, like, peaceful yes. and, like, outdoors and, like, just a special little getaway that we can go to and remember. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. it's, like, I, for some reason, I really feel like the place matters, like, in the sense that you're always just, like... It just becomes like a, a like a snapshot of your story, you know. Like right. Ours happened in, in front of our first home, and I'm like, that's great. I you love know? yours. Yeah. yeah. And then yours happened like in a beautiful like, like picture serene, of like serene. Yeah. yeah. Like in an environment that's just like exactly. It kind of matched both of our vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So we're planning a wedding. Twenty twenty two has been great for both of us. I feel like. Yeah. It came with a lot of love, a lot of lessons, a lot of laughs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 2023, I'm not going to plan 2023. I'm, like, kind of just ready to be open-minded to 2023. Yeah, I seeing, like, what comes to my doorstep. Yeah, like, recently, like, you've kind of just, like, released control of a lot of things. Yeah. You know? You're just, like, flowing through it. I don't want to feel like every single moment of my life is super curated. Like, I think my theme yeah. for this year is just, like, try to be as raw. Give me the rolls, baby. Yeah, she loves the rolls. Um candid and like real with myself like I don't want to I don't know take the filter off you yeah. know what I mean yeah for me like I'm gonna I mean, maybe we can like listen to this like next year 
but like for me, I really want to keep continuing to build my business and I want to start like, I want to really make sure that, oh, hi, sorry. Lunch time. Lunch. Um, I think that I want to continue to build like what I've been trying to do for the last like five years and like really focus on it because now that I like for some reason like having her has given me a bigger perspective like on like how much it does matter that like I do the podcast and it does matter that yeah. I create content and it does matter that I build my photography business because um those things like fill my cup you know what I mean right and, like I I want her to see that like mom like did these creative things and like mom like was still who she was you know like she was a cool person you know what I mean right not like I want to be cool mom it's just I want to be somebody who uh who doesn't like betray their own desires exactly right but not in a way that takes away from her but just in a way that inspires if that absolutely Yeah. yeah I think so far you've done a great job about saying and being like kind of whatever I do Capri's gonna do with yeah. me. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I literally I, already took her downtown with us on a like city girls photography day. She did great. On was, my birthday. Yeah, children are supposed to be integrated integrated into your life. You're not supposed to create a life for like them, if that makes sense. Like you're not supposed to create kid land. You're supposed to like have her join your life. You know what I mean? Right. Like she's 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 here to be part of our our I don't know. If like, you can manage it, I feel like it could only help your children to just like, hey, I'm going to school. Hey, I'm going into whatever. Girls day, coffee date. Like, don't hold yourself back from still enjoying the things that bring you passion. Well, yeah. And also, too, like, I think for, like, thousands of years, yes, like, ch- children do need toys and things like that. But, like, we don't need to distract kids with, like, like this or that. We just need to, like, have them integrate into our lives. Like, help me love the dishwasher. Help me, you right. know, like... Play with things that might not seem like a toy. You're, I, I mean, not like those things take patience and like mindfulness in a lot of ways, though. And I feel like some people are like, everyone's got different energies for different things, Absolutely. different strokes for different folks. You exactly, know? exactly. But so far, I'm super impressed by how you're handling motherhood. Like, thank you. I hope that I can be. Someone similar to you. When it's my time to pop one out. I'm excited for that as well. I'm, like, really feeling like I just need to have two and then close the shop up. But, like, it also seems scary to be pregnant again soon because I'm like, no, I love not being pregnant. But I liked being pregnant, but I just like not being pregnant as well, you know? Like, having my autonomy back, you know? Just... Do you still stand by, like, on Capri's uh, first birthday you're going to open up shop? Yeah, hopefully. One then... year apart. Yeah. And then really just, and then really open up hell, you know? It's like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, I really should do it. And then I'm like, cool. And also, lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. Like, my baby, like, sleeps through the night. She's literally an angel, like, cries if she's hungry or tired. And then the next one's going to be a hellion. Can't wait. Yeah. So, um, tune in next week to find out how I'm doing <laughs> with motherhood and how Valeria, <laughs> how Valeria um, perceives my parenting. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, next week is SZA week, so get your uh, get your uh, lives ready. Start listening now if you haven't already. Get ahead listening. of the schedule. Yeah, get ahead of the get ahead. Work ahead. Um, also, if you have not listened to the SZA album, you will still enjoy next week's podcast. I guarantee it because the commentary alone and the deep dive that we're gonna take introspectively is gonna be one for the books. You're not gonna want to miss this one. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.